I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Human beings are made to work. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0 that is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport in leading other people as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic, one called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. If you A, want to know if I'm going to write anymore? Yes, I am. I'm going to write. As a matter of fact, every month, I'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused, sharp, and on point. And B, 
you want to work with me directly, you want to be able to talk to me every week, get your questions answered, get your challenges handled, and network and build relationships and connect with a community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are, all of that happens in my Bulletproof Mastermind. All information, and you're going to get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is a combination of three things, happy, sensible, and useful. This is the work triad. If you're trying to decide what career to go into, what you're going to do with yourself, what you're going to do with your life, and no. What is the best ROI? What is the best investment you can make of your time and your skill set for your future career or maybe the career you're looking to get into like right now? Then I'm going to give you a triad that can possibly help you make this decision a little bit better, or at least if nothing else, help you narrow down and eliminate some options that may not be the best options for you. So before I get into that, first, let me tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text that I send out every single day. And as a matter of fact, as soon as I get done recording this episode, I'm about to respond to all of my text messages. So if you're in my text community and you text me, then I'm about to respond to all my texts. And actually, this I'm recording is different from the day you're hearing it. So don't think I'm about to text you right now. But anyway, every day I take time to go through my text message and respond to everybody who has texted me. And those of you who are in my community, you know that I'm telling you the truth. My number is 305-384-6894. Now, when you text me at that number, a couple of things are going to happen. First of all, Every day when I send out the daily motivation, you are going to receive it. Just a text message, a quick text length message to keep you focused, sharp and on point every day. Here's the other thing that's going to happen is now you're in my texting community, which means you can actually respond to any of those texts and I will respond back to you. I do not outsource my text messaging. That is not a bot. It's not a computer that's doing those. I mean, it's a computer that actually gets the text to you. I don't understand that technology, but I'm writing the text. When you get a response, that is me who wrote it. I don't outsource that to anybody. So. You can respond to me directly via text at that number, and you can get daily motivation every day. You don't ever have to respond if you don't want to. You can just read the daily motivations. They're going to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, even if you never respond. That number, once again, is 305-384-6894. So text me at that number right now while you are listening to me speak. Now, the topic here today, happy, sensible, and useful, this work triad. Now, I hear from people often who are either getting started in the joining the workforce and they're going out to the world just trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do? They you know have maybe you've gone to school. Maybe you have certain skill sets that you think might be useful. Maybe you got a lot of different skills and you don't know where it would be most useful. Maybe you have an idea of some things that you want to do, but you also want to do something that maybe is, of course, you want something that's enjoyable for you, something that will pay you enough to supply and satisfy the lifestyle that you want to live and sustain that lifestyle. Maybe you have no idea whatsoever. You're just trying to figure it all out. And I'm going to help you out here in today's masterclass if you're in any of those positions. But maybe also some of you have already been in the workforce. Maybe you've been working for 20 years and you know that you need to leave the industry that you're in either because that industry is shrinking and going away or maybe the industry is staying the same. But you realize that you have changed 
and you don't enjoy it anymore. Or maybe they're not paying you what you want to get paid. Maybe they're paying you fine, but you're just not feeling fulfilled personally yourself. Or maybe they're trying to tell you that you got to go get a jab and you don't want to get the jab. So you don't want to stay there anymore, whatever the situation is. I hear from people from in all different positions. And maybe you're in a position like my position where you're in a career, but that career is coming to an end because it has a short shelf life. Something like being an athlete or being some type of entertainer or some industry where you just can't stay in it for your entire career, like being a basketball player and you need to move into something else. You're trying to figure out, all right, where else can I go that's going to give me a similar level of fulfillment or at least competitively a level of fulfillment to what I got in the place that I already was or the place that I'm at right now. So people who are starting out, people who've been in the game for whatever reason, your position, you're ready to move on from it. And a lot of people tell me that they are looking for, you know, what is my passion? How can I get into something that will help me tap into my passion or I can utilize my passion if you already know what it is? Maybe you're trying to figure it out. Space where you know that you truly belong there when it comes to your career. How can you find that place? So even though I can't tell you specifically what job you personally should go do, you ultimately are going to be the one who makes that decision. I'm going to share with you here today a triad of things to look at, elements to consider that will help you identify a place where you belong or worst case scenario, it will at least help you eliminate places where you don't belong. Point number one, the topic once again is happy, sensible, and useful. So I already told you what the three points are going to be. There's going to be those three. Point number one is happy. What's the definition of happy? Means feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. That's what happy means. So whatever chosen line of work that you jump into, ask yourself the following question. Does this work create the feelings of pleasure and contentment in me? Do I get pleasure from doing the work that I do? Do I feel content with my work? Do I finish a day of work and I can look at myself, look in the mirror, look back on the day that just passed and say to myself, I like what I see. I like what I did. I am satisfied with how I spent my time today. Now, this doesn't mean that you're overall satisfied in life. You may have big goals and ambitions that you're always chasing after. I understand that part. What I'm saying is, do you feel content at the end of the day that you're glad you spent the day doing what you spent the day doing? That's the question of contentment. And do you get pleasure from doing it? Do you enjoy being involved in doing this thing that you're doing? So this right here, what you're listening to is part of my work. Do I enjoy doing this? I do. I enjoy recording episodes of the show. I enjoy writing my books. I enjoy working with people in my programs. I enjoy making sales funnels, even putting ads together for people to come into my world so that I can give them more game and give them more ways that they can improve themselves. That all of these things make me happy. At the end of the day, I feel content with the fact that I spent the day doing the things that I spent the day doing. And you want to look for work that at the end of the day, you can feel the same about it. Now, sometimes you might not know the answer to that until you get into the world. But the good thing is to hedge that bet in the world that we live in today, there's so much information out there, even behind the scenes stuff about what damn near every line of work is like, because the people who are in it are telling you basically everything. I mean, it's one benefit of social media. There are some drawbacks to social media, but one benefit of social media is that everybody's telling you their business. They're telling you everything they're doing, everything they're thinking, everything they got going on, even the stuff that you don't want to know. Everybody is openly sharing it. So you can utilize the fact that the Internet is the Internet to get a lot of information about what's going on in certain areas of life in which you may be curious, but you don't have all the information just yet. But you can get a whole lot of it. You won't get all of it, but you get a whole lot of it just by looking around at the stuff that people put out. So if you look at your life right now and then also you want to look at projecting how your life would be should you take on this new line of work, whatever it's going to be. Do you enjoy life right now the way yours is currently set up? 
Do you enjoy it right now? Does it make you happy? Are you do you feel pleased and content with the way that you're living right now? Whether we can talk your out of work life, we could talk your in work life, we could talk the combination of everything holistically. Do you enjoy it? Do you get happiness from it? And this is a question that you need to answer honestly to yourself, because if you answer and the answer is not quite or you can't answer this in the affirmative immediately, then that's all right. Doesn't mean it's a terrible thing. It just means there may be some aspects of your life where some adjustments are necessary. And maybe those adjustments are all on you. Maybe those adjustments involve other people who are in your life at work or at home or maybe a combination of both. But at least you can be honest about it. and You can do something about it. And this is what I talked about so many times here on the show is that humans as creatures of habit, sometimes we fall into these routines of living, these routines of doing things where we are not even fully content with the way things are, but we get so used to the habit that we don't even realize that there's something that we could and should do about it. So this question, even though it's quote unquote, just a question, is a question that you should get conscious about and it will help you get conscious about the unconscious, which means now you can do something about it. 85% of what we think and do as humans is unconscious. We don't even realize that we're doing it. And 85% of your life, uh, that's a pretty big chunk. So if you look at your life right now and you don't feel overall happy, 85% of that not happiness that you're feeling right now is stuff that you aren't even conscious about. So get conscious about it. And now at least you are empowered to think about it consciously. And then maybe, hopefully, if you're a listener of this show, I would assume you're going to do something about it. So looking at your life right now, do you feel happy with the way it's currently set up? Answer the question. Then thinking about what changes you're going to make, do you feel like those changes would help you feel more happy? Why or why not? Human beings, here's something that I want to make sure you understand here also for those of you who are thinking about, because this I made this episode directly about the line of work that you get in. Human beings are made to work. We are designed to do work. That's the reason that we're here. People who retire, you know, people retire, like they don't work anymore, they don't have a job anymore. Usually they die soon after they retire. That's usually what happens. I'm not being hyperbolic here. People retire and usually they die within two and a half years. The reason that they die is because they don't have anything to do. They have a reason to get up. They don't have anything to go after. They're retired, so they don't work anymore. So, I mean, how many times can you wake up and sit on the couch and watch TV all day? I mean, it would be a great diversion maybe for a day or two or a week for those of you who work all the time and you know you're going back to work. But for those of you, if you retire out and you know you're not going back to work, you need something to focus on, something where you can put your time so you have something to do every single day. You got a reason to actually get up. Even people who do retire, those who survive retirement, they live and they stay alive. They don't die in two and a half years. Usually it's because they found something that they could focus on. I don't care if it's gardening, playing golf, the grandkids, some kind of volunteer work. They go back into the workforce to start up a business. They start some kind of charity, whatever it's going to be. They need something to do. Every human being needs something to do. Why is this? Remember the law of reciprocity. You have to put something in in order to get something out. I mean, everybody agrees with that, right? That what you put in is what you get out. Well, think about it. If you want to get happiness out of your life, you got to be putting something into it. You can't say that you're retired and you're going to do absolutely nothing and then wonder why you don't feel happy. Well, you're not putting anything in. Of course, you don't feel happy. You're not getting anything back because you're not putting anything in. This is why people who retire and do nothing end up dying because they're not putting anything in their life. Therefore, life doesn't want to get them anything back. And that's the deal. That's how it works. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is happy, sensible, and useful. This is the triad for figuring out what you're going to do with your work and your life or for assessing what you're already doing with your work and your life. Number two is sensible. Definition of sensible is chosen in accordance with wisdom or prudence, likely to be of benefit. Sensible. So here's the question. 
Does doing what you do make practical sense for you, your family, your needs, your desired lifestyle, and your future? Let me list those again. What you do right now or what you're thinking about doing, does it make practical sense for you, for your family, for your needs, whatever those needs are, your desired lifestyle, and for your future? Now, let me throw something in here, a caveat here. Sometimes in life, we all will make decisions that may not be a yes to all of these. So you, family, needs, lifestyle, future, sometimes you might do something that maybe it satisfies three of those needs, but doesn't satisfy all five. Maybe it'll satisfy four, but not all five. So you may not always be doing something that satisfies all of these needs all at the same time. And that's all right if that happens to be the case, as long as you're clear on which ones you are satisfying and which ones you're not. And why does that trade-off make sense for you? Again, this is something that we unconsciously do, but we're often not conscious about it. So when you get conscious about it, then at least now you know what decision you're making and you don't, you're not hoodwinking yourself. You're not fooling yourself about this situation. So think about what you want in your life, what your family needs, if you have a family, what your personal needs are, food, clothing, shelter, anything else that is a need, your desired lifestyle. And lifestyle is not just about uh, the kind of car you drive and the house you live in, even though that's part of it, but also you know, what bills do you have to pay? Who are you responsible for outside of yourself? Where do you want to live? What kind of hours do you want to work? Do you need more time or less time for family and friends and social activities? And how much do you want to sleep? How many days off do you want to have? Do you want to work every single day? Do you want everything to be on you? Do you want to work from nine to five and be able to just hit the off switch on everything until nine o'clock the next morning? Or do you want to be on all the time? and be responsible for everything. Whereas, which means if there's some kind of emergency, you got to work 12 days straight or 20 days in a row, you're willing to do it. Do you want to be in the office at five in the morning and also at eight at night? Or again, do you want to be able to leave when the clock strikes five and is over for the day and you don't have to think about it at all until the next time you come into work? What kind of lifestyle do you want to live? And the type of work that you choose will have a big impact on the kind of lifestyle you live. And then think about your future. Where do you want to be five years from now? Where do you want to be 10 years from now? Where will your family be five, 10 years from now? If you have kids, what needs will they have? Because now their needs come into play. Their lifestyle comes into play or the lifestyle that goes around having them comes into play. If you have a significant other, what are their needs? What do they want in family? Which hopefully you and your significant other have already agreed upon or at least come close. What are going to be the family needs based on that? What is their desired lifestyle? Are you and your significant other on the same page when it comes to your future? I think your work plays a big role in this, even though a lot of stuff I'm talking about is no quote unquote life stuff. I mean, if we think about it, especially here in America and in all of the Western society, we spend the majority of our waking hours working. Most of you who listen to this show that is literally called work on your game, you probably spend more waking hours working than you spend doing anything else. Why? Because I know my audience. I know the type of people who are in my audience. I know who I am. And I know the type of people that I attract. So let's just say that we split our lives up into thirds, 24 hours in a day, split that up into thirds. Let's say about eight hours sleeping, even though I know most of you don't even get eight hours of sleep, but you should if you can. Let me back that up. You can. So you should. You might not be able to do it immediately, but let's just say eight hours for resting. Let's just call it resting between you know, laying down in the bed. Maybe you're reading a book. Maybe you're scrolling on your phone. Maybe you don't wake up as soon as the alarm goes off. Let's just say eight hours. Then you got 16 hours of waking time. Are you spending eight hours working? And as soon as it hits eight, you stop. Most of you probably not. And if you are spending only, quote unquote, eight hours working, those other hours are probably still on in some way because of the other people for whom you are responsible, such as 
children or significant other. Let's just say family. So how much of that time is you just relaxing, doing nothing, you know, just leisure time. You can do anything that you want to do for a lot of you. And again, knowing the audience of this show, you probably don't have as much of that time as you think you do. Well, actually, you probably know you don't have that much of that time. And I don't think you're thinking it. You know, you don't have that much of that time. So we spend a lot of our time working. So that's why when we talk about these things like your family, your needs, your desired lifestyle and your future, work plays a huge role in it because look how much time you spend working. Look how much of your life is based around what you do for work. Maybe your work is what provides for and sustains the life that you live. Maybe your work is the very thing, is the first thing you think about when you think about your future. Maybe your work is how you're able to take care of your family. Actually, it probably is the way you're able to take care of your family. And maybe it has a lot to do with you know, who you are as a person had a lot to do with the work that you chose and how you even feel about yourself every day because of the things that you do at work in a positive way. So this question, and it's like five questions in one, is in terms of the returns that your work produces. So when we're talking about sensibility, is it sensible for the work that you're doing or that you're thinking about doing or you have signed up to do? Is it sensible that this work can make does make sense for you, your family, your needs, your lifestyle and your future? These are questions for you to answer, have answers to even if the answer is no, but at least know what the trade offs are that you're making and why does it make sense? If it doesn't make sense, then don't do it. But you need to know how and why this makes sense. And You want to know in terms of the returns that your work produces. That's one piece. You also want to know, is this work in accordance with your skill set? All right. Just because you could do something doesn't mean that you should do something. Just because it's available to you doesn't mean you should get involved in it. For example, I've used this example in the past. Like I came from being a basketball player. I could very easily, I mean, within like 24 hours, if I wanted to, I could become a basketball trainer. If I wanted to, if I wanted to be a basketball trainer, I could find me a facility. I could put up some websites, start running some ads and I can get me some clients probably in a relatively short period of time. I know this because even to this very day, even though I hardly ever talk about basketball on the skill side of things at all in any of the material that I put out, I still get basketball players coming to me asking about skill stuff for basketball. So I know I can get me some clients if I wanted to. The point being that is not in accordance with what I really want to do. Do I have the skill set to do it? Yes, but it doesn't really fit how I see myself and where I see myself going moving forward. Also, another thing you want to think about is the impact of your work. What impact is your work making and what value does that have to you in your life? How does the impact of your work or the lack of impact, if that's the case, how does that make you feel? How do you feel at the end of the day knowing the impact or lack of thereof that your work has on other people? I was talking to a someone who's in one of my programs just yesterday, as a matter of fact. And one of the things that this person was saying, well, one of the values that one of the reasons that they value what they do so much is because they know that their work has a big impact on the people that they help. They know that they can help people feel better about themselves and about their situations, about their futures because of the impact of this person's work. This is another thing you want to think about. And when it comes to work, and especially on this term impact. A lot of people think incorrectly that when a person quits a job, that most of the time people quit jobs because they're not making enough money, right? Many of us think that people quit jobs because they want to go to a job that pays them more money. Now, while it is true, most of the time when someone leaves one job and goes to another job, usually they do get more money. The main reason, though, according to studies, why people quit jobs is not because of money. People quit jobs because they feel like their work has no impact or they feel they're not being appreciated for their work. 
So it's the recognition that matters the most to people, really. It's not the money. I remember when I worked at uh, this place called Rita's Water Ice up in Philadelphia. For those of you who are not, don't know what water ice is, Google it. But I worked at this water ice place called Rita's Water Ice. And that job was a good job for me. Sensibility-wise, it worked for my skill set because I got to show my value. Because one of the things that the management valued at Rita's, because water ice is similar, it's a frozen delicacy. So in the same vein as ice cream, even though it's not ice cream. One of the big things with them was you need to keep the lines moving because it's open in the summertime and people come to get a frozen treat because it's hot outside. And one of the things was you got to keep the lines moving because we had these long lines every summer. And I was really good at keeping the line moving and moving the customers along. And the management could tell who was doing the best because he would have like four open windows and they would just look at the receipts from each register and see who's turning the most receipts. And it would be me. So I got to show my value because I could do that work. I adapted to it pretty quickly and I was appreciated for it. They would recognize me for being fast and moving through things, even gave me a little raise in the middle of the summer that I negotiated with the manager. And it was close to home, so I could walk to and from work. So it kind of fit my lifestyle. Now, mind you, I was like 16 at the time, but it still fits the point that I'm giving you. They would even cash my check for me and pay me in cash. So they would give me my check. And then the manager would say, well, look, we can cash it for you right now if he wants to cash it. And I say, yeah, I'll cash it. Yeah, cash it. So I would sign it. And they would just give me the money in cash. I'd just walk home with the cash. Never had to cash the check. So it was convenient for me as well. Now, again, I was a teenager at the time, but that worked for me and it fit for me sensibility wise. So we look at those questions again. Did it make practical sense for me at the time? Yes, it did. Did it make sense for my family? Well, I wasn't supporting anyone other than myself, so we can cross that out. It didn't really matter, but yes. Did it fit my needs? My need was I need to have a job and I wanted to have enough time that when I wasn't on work, I go to the basketball court and play basketball because that's the only other thing that I was doing. And since like a walk to work and it was very close, it was very easy for me to do. Yes. My desired lifestyle, I just described it. Yes. My future? No. Readers was not part of my future. I didn't work there past that summer, but I understood that even though this is not the thing that's going to build my future, it served my needs in the moment because I knew the next thing was I'll probably end up getting another job and eventually I'm going to go to college. I won't have a job in the city because I'm going to be off at whatever that college campus is and doing other things. So I understood that there were some trade-offs in that situation, but it fit for me what I needed at that time. I'll give you another example later in life, about five, six years later. I was working at a supermarket. This is an overnight shift at a supermarket. So this was after I had my first gig playing overseas, but I came home and I needed a job. So I had a job working at a supermarket overnight, overnight shift. And that supermarket is still there. Because last time I was in Philly, I actually drove past it. I think I posted about it in my Instagram story. I drove driven past it a couple of times, times I was in Philly. And now at this place, the pay was more than what they were paying me at Rita's. I was probably getting paid like twice as much at the supermarket than what Rita's water ice had paid me back when I was a teenager. But this job was not a more sensible opportunity for me at the time. Now, I personally, if I'm going to work anywhere, I don't care where it is, I like to be able to engage with the customers. I like to actually engage with the human beings. But at this job, I'm working overnight. So this is after the supermarket is closed and before it opens. So I wasn't engaging with the customers, only workers there. And for the most part, I wasn't even talking to them. We were just stocking the shelves. So it was a very isolated job. And so at this job, no customers, didn't, wasn't really talking to the coworkers, couldn't see how my work mattered as much to the end game, even though, of course, it did matter. It didn't matter. I couldn't visually see that it mattered. I couldn't really see the impact that it was making. And being this big supermarket, I was just a cog in this huge machine. Didn't really fit my best skill sets, which involves some form of communication. I wasn't really communicating with anybody. I was just a set of hands to put shit on the shelves. 
And I had better work ideas at the time, like playing basketball. So this was like a no on damn near every level. I ended up quitting this job after a week. One of the reasons was because my agent called me, had another job opportunity for me playing basketball, actually playing ball. But this didn't fit me in any way, shape or form, even if it hadn't been a basketball job. So you want to really get that sensible part. Does it make sense for you, given your future ideas, your family needs, your personal needs? Does it fulfill you for what you want? Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is happy, sensible, and useful. So the third one is useful. Definition. What value does your work give to other people? This is a question that you want to ask yourself. It's not actually the definition. Let me get the definition here of the word useful. It is able to be used for a practical purpose or in several ways. Able to be used for a practical purpose or in several ways. So the question, what value does your work give to other people? What value does it give to yourself? What impact does it have on you and on other people? People who are most happy with their work usually describe what they do by talking about what it does for and the impact it has on the people they serve. Once you get past the surface, maybe the quick elevator answer. So if you ask somebody what they do for a living, they might say, I'm a teacher. But if you talk to them a little bit more, people who really enjoy their work, they're happy with their work and they find it useful, they will usually start talking about how being a teacher has an impact on the kids. Or if someone writes books, they might just tell you, well, I write books. So what do you write about? I write about this, this, and this. You get to talking to them, they'll usually pretty quickly start talking about the impact that writing their books has on the people who actually read the books. When you find your work useful, you describe it by talking about the use that it has for the people that you serve. Now, if you don't find it useful, then you may say something as simple as, I stocked shelves at a supermarket overnight, like I was doing. I didn't find that work useful, which is why I got the hell out of there as quickly as possible. I think the universe conspired with me to get me the hell out of there because it knew I didn't belong there. What impact does what you do have on other people? This is something that you should know because Impact is the main reason people stay at jobs is the main reason people quit. Impact and appreciation for that impact. People usually who are happy with their work and they find it useful, do not define their work by how much money they make or even by the actual task itself. Even if they tell you the task, they usually go further and tell you more about the impact that it makes. They might, they might tell you the task again a quick elevator conversation, they just say, well, I'm an accountant, I'm a teacher, I'm a doctor, I'm an athlete, I'm a personal trainer. But if they find it useful, they'll tell you about the impact. And nobody who finds their work useful, sensible, and they're happy about it, defines themselves by how much money they make, even though the money is a part of the deal. I mean, money matters. Human beings, we are social creatures. And we like to know that what we do matters to other human beings. All right. Anyone here doesn't care? that what they do matters. Now, everybody wants to feel like they matter. And again, I just told you, the main reason people leave jobs is either because the work they're doing doesn't matter or they feel like they don't matter to the work itself or to the company or whatever. That's the reason people leave. It is not about money. Money is just a logical justification for the real reason that people stop doing work or keep doing work is the impact that it can make on other people. The reason that people leave jobs, same reason they stay, impact, recognition. No one does something for nothing, folks. And nobody likes to feel like they're doing something for nothing. Even if they are doing something for nothing, they don't want to feel like they're doing something for nothing. They will either leave or they'll become lifeless. You don't want lifeless people working with you or for you. So the question is, what can you do that will make your efforts useful to the world? Any of you who is, again, you're thinking about transitioning, going into a different industry, a different career, a different company, what are you going to do there that's going to make 
your work useful for other people? How is it really going to make an impact on others? How is it going to make an impact on you? All of these questions that I pose to you here today, you want to address and think about before you make a move or before you even take up an opportunity that's presented to you. All that said, let's recap today's class. Happy, sensible, and useful, the triad for work. This is for anyone who is looking at a work opportunity, whether you are just starting out, you're transitioning, you're making a jump, a parallel jump, a forward jump, whatever. How do you decide if something is the best move for you? You want to answer questions in these three areas. Number one, happy. Does your chosen work create feelings of pleasure and contentment in you? Do you get these feelings from doing this work? Do you enjoy the life? Do you enjoy life the way that yours is currently set up? Because human beings are made to work. When we're not doing work, usually we die because we don't have anything to do. So to get happiness out of something, you got to be putting something in. So are you putting enough in to get the happiness out that you want? Point number two, is it sensible? Does doing what you do make practical sense for you, your family, your needs, your desired lifestyle, and your future? This is about the returns on your work that it produces. It's also about the type of work, the impact of your work. All of those things are combined. And again, people leave jobs not usually because of money, but because of meaning and recognition. So when I worked at the water ice stand as a teen, it made sense. When I worked at the grocery store years later, it was more money, but it didn't make sense simply because those questions that I just told you, it wasn't fitting me as it needed to fit. Point number three, usefulness. What value does your work give to others, at least in your eyes? What impact does your work have on other people? Human beings, we want to feel like we are making impact on others. Even a person who claims that they just want to support everybody else, that's the impact. The impact is they want to support other people. Everybody wants to have some impact on other human beings. Nobody wants to feel like they don't matter. And people will leave places where they feel like they are not mattering, whether that's a relationship, a job, a group, a team, anything. The reason people leave jobs is the same reason that they stay, impact on others and recognition from others for what we are doing. Nobody does something for nothing. Nobody likes to feel like they're doing something for nothing. So what can you do? What skills do you have that will make your efforts useful to the world? And where would they produce that highest possible return on investment? All said, get my daily motivation text free of charge straight to your phone every single day by texting me at this number, 305-384-6894. And for those of you who are ready to make that impact, you know that you have some value to offer to the world. You want to be more happy with what you're doing. You want it to make more sense for you in terms of those things we talked about, yourself, your family, your needs, your future. And you know that what you have to offer is useful and it will really make a difference in the lives of other people, including the lives of yourself, including your life. Then you need to join me at Work On Your Game University where I have a full program. That is the next step here. You read my books, you listen to the show, you get into daily motivation. The next step, the next rung on the ladder it's joining Work On Your Game University where you can work with me directly and we really get serious about your strategies, about making sure there's accountability in place, making sure there is a process for you to follow to get to the outcomes that you want with frameworks, with accountability, the insights, the impacts, the techniques, all of that stuff. That is all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, workonyourgameuniversity, all spelled out, dot com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894. 
305-384-6894.